What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi guys, today we have a very special guest on our show. Not only is he a Paralympic ranked British athlete, but he has faced and overcome some great adversity with his health. Yet he continues to push on and inspire kids all over the country. Join us at the table today to discover what happened, how he managed to overcome these obstacles. So see you in a sec. Today we have a special guest with us. His name is Haf and he is a Paralympian athlete. Welcome on our show, Haf. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, totally. Welcome to our show. So Haf, how did you get into sports? When I was a child, I had a stroke at age five. Um, uh, the hospital, uh, they said to me now that we can't do nothing about it. So you have to do is keep the muscle loose. I did have, um, I used to start, I started going to speech therapy. I had physiotherapy as well, where, um, where they used to tell me what to do, the exercises, what I used to do from my left side, left leg, left arm. So they affected your speech as well? Yeah, it did. So I used to go to a speech therapy three times a week. But when I was at school, I used physiotherapy used to come out and see me. So when you first had it, did you have no mobility on your left side or was it limited or? I had limited mobility on that. Okay. A young age and nothing from there. I started uh, doing a little bit of sport, just doing uh, normal exercises. Like what? Just strength and conditioning. Oh, yeah. for for your stroke, for the yeah, stroke. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then speech therapy used to go, like, I used to spend about an hour and a half, two hours before I used to take my, so started talking properly. And then what was from there started developing a little bit. But they said that there's no cure or nothing like that, that, you know, it can cure 
the stroke. And you never make a full recovery. So you no. just got to sort of live with it, yeah. yeah got to live with it. But, you know, I, I always believe like that is, um, doctors always said to me now that if you, you use the left side, your brain will always occupy that. Right? And keep that moving, keep, keep it busy, yeah. Keep it moving. And if you don't, uh, the brain will forget about your left side. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Ten never it was nothing there. I started using my left side. Used to do the exercise at home. Well, the physiotherapy used to give me. But the only thing was, I uh, my mum used to dress me when I was younger. And one time, what happened was, uh, at school, um, the physiotherapy lady said to my mum, "That don't dress him because as he gets older, he'll rely on you." More. Oh, so yeah, you got yeah. trained. You've got like like a child retraining yourself. Yeah. Okay. So, she always used to say to me that you gotta dress yourself. So it took me time to develop things. There's always if you do something, any exercise that you do, your muscle has a memory. Yeah. When you're younger, I've heard of that muscle memory. Yeah. And then from there, I started as I get went old and older. I used to do things. Then my father always used to. Say, Maybe do some exercises at home. Mm. So I used to go in the park running with my dad. When I was a young age. And then he used to make me do, on the left side, on the left arm, he used to do quite a bit of exercise with me. And then one time when I was, then as I got older, um, started getting a bit of difficulties on the, on the arm, left arm using what it was. What were the difficulties? Difficulties were like saying I couldn't pick stuff or couldn't lift stuff. Um, father used to say to me um, that you need to use the arm all the time to keep it going. He still says that to me today. So you carried on using it? I carried on using it, but one, a few times I never used it and they used okay. to get weaker. So you're a child, you have this stroke, you've lost uh, mobility on your left side pretty much. You've gained it back through years of exercise self yes. strength and conditioning yeah. to, to some level and then what sort of made you get into sports like and remember do you remember how old you were when you started thinking oh i want to i want to do sports well it was, when i used to go college right um i watched a, a boxing match right of uh of mike tyson and mike tyson training and i seen him one time like um i seen him doing pull-ups mike tyson is training what he used to do and i i said to my father i once i said dad I, that i can do that all right okay right? So tyson dad, inspired you yeah. Go on, lad. Well, okay right? and my dad said to me like one thing he said to me goes listen son like i'll give you anything you want if you could do pull-ups so he sort of challenged you he challenged you right, he said okay. i said that I how, how old were you about then do you remember? i was about nine, 18 right okay right? and he said to me like that um i you know i get if you want, he goes like, that's okay. He goes, listen, I'll make it easy for you. He goes, all he needs to do is hang on to the bar, yeah. swing on the bar for about five minutes. And he goes, if you could do that, he goes, I'll buy you anything you want. He goes, do you want a brand new car? He goes, I'll get you a brand new wow. car. So before this, you never attempted a pull-up. No, you never no, even tried it. No, never tried it. So now it. you're going to try it. Are you going to try it with both hands? Yes. Your weak side and yeah. your normal side, yeah. right? Okay. Right? And I said to him, I can do it. He goes, there's a way of doing things, right? But he goes like, is, you don't need to do pull-ups. He goes, if you swing on it five minutes, if you hang on it. So start off slow, start basically, off yeah. He goes, I'll buy you a brand new car that I'll show you. He goes, okay. I'll get you insured. So I passed my test newly. And I was, I, 
I actually I was sort of person I loved uh, driving. driving. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah. Loved sports cars. And he said, I'll get you anything you want out of Shoreham. We can go today, go there. So did you have a bar at your house at the time? Yeah. Okay. I had a bar in my uh, garage. So well, it, was, it was there anyway. And I never used it. Dad put it up so for a long time. So what did you do first time then? Did you yeah. just hang? Did you try and do the... So what he did, I was, he had a... He had to put a chair underneath there and he'd go over and get on the chair. And what he did, he tied me up there with two arms. Tied you up? Tied me up there. So both what, arms. To help with the grip? Yeah, help with the grip. Right, okay. On both sides. And I... Uh, he said to me, is he goes, listen, I had that. And three, two rooms down, everybody's in the house. So he goes, I just want to keep it quiet. And he goes, I had that five minutes. So he just said to me, he goes, I'm just going to gonna keep you Just five, hang. Hang on. for five minutes. And he goes, I'll give you what you want. Can you remember how that was? That was very hard. Because <laughs> that was the first time. First time in my whole entire life I did that. And I was, I was, I thought I could do it. I had the eager to do it. But did you actually try and pull yourself up and do a pull up or were you just no I didn't do it just yeah. the hanging was hard enough hanging right so oh, what he did okay. I, he tied me up there I said why are you tie me up there and he goes just that um, just you know I know what you like yeah goes, you're going to give up yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you weren't tied yeah. it helped the grip but I think it also yeah. helped you stay my left hand didn't have grip on the bar on the right. bar didn't have yeah. grip on the bar so he tied both of them up there then he said to me listen I, I'm going to close the door garage I, and I'm going to get going Soon as he like took the chair out the underneath. Oh, so he took the chair off. Oh, took, okay. yeah. Took chair so you're out. actually properly hanging yeah, on your body probably. weight. Okay, okay. Right. Took the chair out, and I was uh, when I started swinging. I didn't feel nothing for about twenty seconds. After okay. that, I started feeling pain on the left side. Because yeah, it's not used weak, to it. Yeah, yeah, it's a weak side. Yeah. I started feeling nails like somebody's like poking me nails on the left side. Yeah. And eight and eight and. Uh, he didn't leave me there. He just stood there. And he's, watched, he, yeah, he, yeah. he kept showing me the time. He goes, listen, son, this is only, you know, it's not been a minute yet. Yeah, so he's just yeah. encouraging you. He yeah. goes, if you want something, you got to work for it. Oh, so he's teaching you hard yeah. work, yeah. He goes, yeah. otherwise nothing comes free. Nothing's free on the plate. Wow. Yeah. So that's where it started. And that's where it started. And I didn't even last, like, I didn't even last over a minute. Yeah. I was I was sweating. I was red in that. I did not know that. Yeah. Now you do yeah. weighted pull-ups as well. yeah. yeah. I'll do a lot. You can do a lot yeah, more. So a lot more. So, then, uh, I from there, I started. So, then, how long since th- that's did you hang in and when did you attempt your first pull-up from then? I started doing it now when I was uh, about nine, 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 I call it about 20. Started about doing it. it. took me two years to two do years. it. Two wow. years, wow. The left arm, I had to build it up. Build it up, yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. Good, uh, it's a good story to hear. I mean, I've got questions regarding your younger days. Um, during your school period, especially at school, when someone sees a disability, they don't know how to react. I mean, I'm giving an example here, for example. Bullying is not really... No, it's not, it's not good. So when they see your disability, how did that improve or how did you react to so-called bullies how did you defend yourself or you know what was your experience we just want to know how you could how could you how could you have dealt with that situation um i went to the school i used to go to is a special school so i used to of course i used to go to get uh, get bullied at school so special school did they all have some sort of disability they all had disability at school but would they still pick on you though? No, I used to get picked on other people as well. I used to pick on me for things that I used to 
he used to come home and he used to say to I can't I want to remember I got picked on from one one of the twin brothers there and they used to like pick on me just over a joke. They used to take, you know, like laugh at me the way I was like with my left arm and that. And I never used to say anything, he used to hurt me. Right, I came home and I told my I told him, I remember I was telling my dad like that, you know, this is what's happened to me. Um my dad like what he did I was uh he said he went to school with me and he had he had a word with the teacher and he said I was that teacher and he said like you know this is what's happening and uh from there it got sorted out for a while but then after that um it started happening again. Yeah. Yeah but then what I did I used to keep it to myself. I never used to say because I knew like that if someone, you know, if my dad did it once, I, if I, I was scared because I knew if I tell him again, he'd probably turn around and say that, you know, you're giving me, he used to say, he'd probably, probably turn around and say to him, why are you telling me we sort it out once this and that? So I used to keep it to myself. Yeah, kids can be cruel, but yeah. especially if you've got like disability or something obvious. Yeah. The thing is, even if you don't have disabilities, yeah. people in that go to normal schools yeah. sit face bullying, they always yeah. find something, don't they? Yeah. So that's what happened. When I was younger, that's what happened. And then what happened was I, when I went just to, uh, when I finished I, uh, high school, I didn't finish high school, half of it. I left high school and then uh, I was sort of person I used to stay at home. I never used to go in school, I used to skip school. Was that because of the bullying? Yeah, because of the bullying. Okay. Used to stay. Basically, I used to go to school, but meaning I never used to go inside school, you stay outside school. So you used to skive? He's a sky, yeah. Solid as a sky, well. He's yeah. a sky all the time. Yeah. No, not all the time. Yeah. No, I just got a bit, yeah. I used to stay out. I used to stay outside. Right. And then what happened was I, um, I got to know one or two people like that who uh, got to know me and they, uh, they became friends and that. They used to protect me. So I used to be all right so with school. To help you out. Yeah. That's good. So how did you uh, get into sports? Uh, I think long jump was your the yeah. one that you used to compete for. Is that right? And I yeah. think do you still compete? Yeah. You still race into that today. Right. So how how did how did you get into that? And how did that start? I um, I left college. I uh, applied for a few jobs, and I couldn't get a job I, uh, anywhere. I I did over thousand CVs. Wow. To different places, not in sport. I did a CV in library. Did a CV. I working in. Do you, feel, do you feel like you were discriminated against because yeah. of your disability? Disability. I didn't get a job right. for two years. I stayed home. Then what happened was um, one time it was uh, I went to go see this career advisor and she said to me that you're interested in sport and she goes I'll make an appointment for you to uh, go and have a look at this famous football place uh, that's well known in my uh, you know in UK. Yeah, football club. Football club. Right, okay. And, we don't uh, we don't want to mention it, but yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's quite a famous one, yeah, yeah. you're right. So I went there and uh, I had a word with a woman and she said to me is um This is the woman at the football club. Football club. She right. said to me that is that um what we can do. I, I was interested, I used to say to her, you know, I like to do a bit of sport and that and I wanna get into something that I want to do. She goes, Well I've got someone who can help you what you wanna be. But she was like, first, you got to do me a favor. I said, so what's that? She was like, well, the thing is, I, because you got a disability, she was, we have kids here that who, um, who are disabled, just like yourself. Right. And she asked me, like, what you need, what you can do is if you could do volunteering for me. Oh, okay. Like, it's wonderful. Once or twice a week, 
from there what I did I well, I started doing a bit of volunteering through that woman and then once I did a volunteering um, I got to know a few people from there right it was and then I said to him I want to work here he goes you can't he goes your DPS gone through he goes if you want to work here he goes you got to go on a course right if you pass that course he goes they'll take you on because they already know you you're six months down the line when I where I did this was for a job at this, the football club yeah as right. well as you training, training yeah and, and what were you training for I was just training for just uh, as a sprinter okay right and they said to me that the woman said to me that that's how the guys the man who I was doing volunteering with he put me on a course so they paid uh, football club paid for my course because I did to work with the disabled yeah, children yeah right okay. because I did a volunteering in return they gave me something Okay. Right, they said that I will pay for your course. I remember when I passed my course, I uh, I went on the course for like three months. I was working volunteering like with kids at the football ground. Like I said, um, that's where I met a coach uh, called Keith, and I was watching him how he was coaching the group. And I asked him once. I said to him, I uh, approached him. I said to him, "Is there any chance I could join your group? I, you know, I like the way you train people." He said to me that is he goes, I don't take people just like that. He goes, you have to do a little test for me. Okay. Yeah. And I, t- and I said to him, what's the test? And he goes, well, the test I, that you're going to do for me is uh, a bit of strength work. And I, I, I asked him, I said, well, what type of strength work do you need to do? He goes, I'll give you a little program. He goes, I'll go through it. He goes, I'll, in two weeks' time, if you can prove that to me, he goes, I'll let you in the group. He goes, otherwise, he goes, I'll just guide you to go to a different group. But you really want to go to his group? I wanted to go to his group. He's a good coach. He's a good coach. I've seen his group, like how he was. Right. And how he's training people. So he gave you this test, this, gave, this program? He gave me this test like, for two weeks. Um, strength work. Uh, was it difficult? It's struggling a bit. I was difficult, struggling. And I, I didn't have no experience, no nothing, but then how things work. Okay. And I, I asked him, I said to him right once, I said that could he help me out a little bit. He helped me a little bit. And then he uh, said to me that, um, he helped me, he said to me, he goes to me, is that thing is that he goes, you're good. But he goes, I, for sprints, he goes, you won't be that good. He goes, I do do another option. Right. But I, I said to him before he was going to say something, I said, I don't want to go to anybody else. He goes, I'm not going to put you to anyone else. He goes, I'll, I'll take you in my group, but he goes, I have to do the jumps. He goes, if you do the, the long jump, the long jump, and triple so he jump. thought you'd be better at the long yeah. jump than sprinting. Yeah, okay. he goes, you still do running, yeah, but he goes, I short first, and yeah, it? he goes, you do long jump. I got, um, I started training with him, and then after that, when I started developing, I did face difficulties as I went along with training. And mm. then what happened was, um, he said to me like that, you know, we should find out how you are at the trials. So he took me on the trials. What trials? Just try um, trials for the GB squad. Oh, for the Great British squad? Great British squad. And then I went out to the trials. I, I didn't make it through because I didn't, I didn't perform very well. And he, and he asked me, go, he said to me, go, Zai, that you still need work doing on your body. When your leg is on, your left leg, your left arm. Right. Right. And I said to him, okay. And he said to me, we can't work on that. That's no problem. He goes to me and is... It'll take a while to get there. And then as I was training, 
uh, of my health went a uh, bit bit down, meaning that I was slightly feeling unwell. Okay. Um, was this all of a sudden? Was it a few days, a few weeks, a few months that your health's going down? Uh, after about two years. So it took two, so it slowly started going down uh, your yeah, health. Health, yeah. Okay. I started feeling a. Uh, started feeling high blood pressure, tiredness, and I felt uh, vomiting most of the time when I was um, at work, I was training, even at home as well. I used to sleep a lot, but I was always feeling tired. Right. And you went to the doctors, what did they say? And I thought it might be something that I had something to eat or something like that. But when I went to the doctors, they turned on, um, he just, uh, he did some bloods. He said, we'll have a look and see what's wrong. He did some bloods and I didn't think much of it at the time. I thought it might be just, you know, it might be low on iron or something, you know. Yeah. 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 How you basically, or I must have had something to eat. So uh, what was the uh, blood test results then? Blood test results came back and they said to me, as the GP rang me up and he said to me after four days later, he said to me, results are back, and uh, he asked me, he goes, um, that uh, your kidneys look a bit weaker uh, because your kidney functions dropped down. And I said to him, it can't be. And he goes, are you feeling all right? And I said to him, I feel all right, but I said, I feel like I said, I feel tired. And this, I feel tired and weak. And he said to me, is, it must be mistaken I in the blood result and blood system. And I go, right, is there any chance you come back and do another one? And... I said to him, okay, so that evening I went back to do another blood sample. Uh, I, then I didn't think of it, like I said, I didn't think of it much. I didn't think that I, I had this problem. So, I was. so whilst all this was going on, were you still training? I know you're feeling more tired and that, or did you stop training now? No, I, I, as this was going on, I was still training, but I was having a, what do you call it, a Red Bull. Oh, so you're just trying to yeah, give you energy. energy right, drinks. Okay. I was having a, a, quite a bit of energy drinks. I had the energy drinks, I didn't drink them as well much. Okay, so you went back to the doctor, what did they say? Like I said, GP like, referred me, like, I went to the hot, uh, he referred me to the specialist side, like, transplant people, um, specialist kidneys people. And I went to go and see them, they um, they said to me, you need to go on dialysis. They said to me, your kidneys are really bad, right? And they said, we can't, you know, put you on dialysis, I said, yeah. The dialysis they put me on I was a few. So were you restricted on like certain foods then? And uh more... restricted on fluid. Fluid? Yes. Couldn't have so I only could have uh, just uh like a cup of tea water. Everything. So all these fizz and uh, all these uh, energy drinks you've been having, they've completely stopped now. They've completely stopped. They're probably added to the, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So and then uh, I went on the I went to the dialysis. I used to I got dialysis done. For about six to eight weeks dialysis, and at home or in the did you see of course dialysis done in the house. Yeah, that machine with you all the time. Yeah, yeah. machine you have to be in all the. Things quite big, aren't they? I've yeah. seen. Yeah, they're like a washing machine size. Yeah. Quite big, aren't they? They're quite big. Overnight, you used to do dialysis eight hours on the machine. What is dialysis? If for those that may not know, what the, what happens? What is dialysis? I they you get two types of dialysis. You get hemodialysis. I one room like cleans your blood. Right, and that you have to go to the hospital three times a week. Then the other one, like, is the clean cleans your bladder. Which one did you have? I had the one that cleans the bladder. 
So you have to put that machine on eight times? Eight times, oh, eight, eight hours. hours overnight, every day. What did, what, where did you plug in? What did you put in here? They do a surgery, they take a pipe, they put a pipe towards your bladder, right? Coming out your stomach. So you connect that you connect machine that, to that yeah, pipe? To, yeah. But why is it hard? Can you, I can't imagine we've got much sleep then, isn't it? If you've got... If you're sleeping, your machine does the job overnight. Yeah, but... It must affect because I've had what do they call it? That, is it a cannula catheter? Yeah, 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 when you're I can't I can barely sleep with that. All right, how long were you on that for then? I was on for like eight eight weeks. Right. Yeah, and then I got a then I had a transplant. And once I had the transplant, I was uh, bed resting for nine months. Nine months, yeah, yeah. obviously, yeah, major operation, right? Yeah. And then when I was resting, my weight went up to 16, 17 stones. Wow, what's your natural? Wow, that's, that's it. What's your natural weight natural, before that? Before that, I was uh, eight and a half stones. Eight and a half. Yeah. More than wow. double. Yeah. Die. Yeah. Wow. I was just eating and sleeping. I like. I got used to so much that I used to get up in the morning, brush my teeth, have something breakfast, and watch movies in bed and sleep through the day. Sometimes, like, a lot you- of times, I was just like lying in the bed. Because you're still recovering from yeah. your your operation, yeah. And are you are you still restricted on food, or were you, or not as much? Not anymore. No, no. no. I, I I tend to not have food. I have uh, like fizzy drinks or red lamb. You just try to eat clean. Eat clean. Yeah. yeah, but you don't. It's not like when you went to dialysis, you were banned. You can't have no. this much water no. and so. No. So uh, not okay. Okay. Wow, sixteen stones. Sixteen stones, and then. I remember I after my nine months or after nine months I went back to work and uh, the years work people used to call me a pig stomach. <laughs> what, what, your coach? Yeah, they always yeah. say to me like, "What you know? What's happened to you? You know, you're a different man." Yeah. Like, but when you was uh, when yeah, you, you double your weight, man. It was, like it's, yeah. It's, yeah, that's what it was. And uh, that's what I asked, and then I I asked uh, Keith, my coach. I said to him, "I want to get back into training." And he said to me, it'll take a while yeah. because the operation has put you back. You say you're well by that, yeah. yeah. So I said, I still do, I still want to do it. And he goes, oh, he said to me, okay, he goes, he said to me, I can't get you in the group. He goes, like I did before, he goes, I'll give you a program to work on. On, on your own, so, on your so own. yeah, because you're not, you're not in shape to be in the group yeah. anymore. Well, you're not in shape, and you can do something like that. The athlete team for Great Britain, were they? Yeah. Paralympic athlete team, yeah. okay, so you're not in the, anywhere near that shape now. No. And so did you did you start losing weight because uh, you wanted to get back on there, or is it just you didn't like having that much weight, or is it both? I have a bit of both. I didn't both. feel the. Uh, I used to. I used to feel, you know, embarrassed of myself. Yeah. Yeah. Being overweight. Also, you must have felt like tired easily as yeah. well because you know carrying all that weight around. It's like almost double what your natural weight. I like more food than anything at the yeah. time, so it was all right. And I got a program to work on my own, and I used to do. I used to train in my own time. That's a lot of weight to shift. So, yeah. A, how long it took you to shift? And maybe some tips for someone that's listening that might be trying to lose weight um, that you can give because you shifted pretty much half your weight off. And that. So, how long did that take you? It took me three years to bring the weight down. Three years back three to years eight, to bring, yeah, your normal eight, weight. Yeah, you know. Okay. I started off walking. I used to walk uh, around 200 meter laps. I used to walk around, walk around. Started off 20 times, then I went up to 30 times. This is daily, yeah? Daily, yeah. Every day. Went up to 50 times, went up to 80 times walking around. And then I used to do walk a half a lap, I jog a half a lap, 
first oh, night. Right, so, okay, yeah. Right, slowly develop myself. And then I went to jog a half a lap, right, sprint a half a lap. Right, right, right. yeah, yeah, slow yeah. progression. Slow progression. Then after that, I went to do, um, I was struggling on the plyometrics. What's plyometrics? Plyometrics, hopping on one leg, bump my box drops, right, um, jumping over the hurdles. I was struggling. But um, it's so kind of the group that I had, like, they were really nice. So they used to help me out. They used to be like, saying, That's oh, nice. you know, come out there to get in there and help you out. They used to help me quite a bit to develop and train. And I still used to eat less. I used to have, um, it, was like, it, was, it was a habit of eating I had. How did you, how did you break that habit? Breaking that habit. Because Saul's got a habit of eating yeah. as well. I'm trying to break his habit. <laughs> I used to be You're the motor one, bro. I'm not the motor one, bro. I'll tell you that <laughs> much. To, I've got a sweet tooth for you. Sorry. It's just that your mind, right? Your mind, right? When you got a training program to do, you're scared of eating. Because you know, when you eat that, you ain't going to get to train. It's a program that makes you just running, that you do plyometrics, that you do that. Your legs get worn down, you get tired. So I used to just have a lot of courage. Right. So all this too. So you're you because you've been nine months now in bed, just stuffing your face, just yeah. eating, and now all of a sudden you've gone back to your coach. You want to you know lose weight. You want to eventually get back on the team. So you're doing your little exercises, which is walking, running, etc. But food wise, have you just stopped eating all that food altogether? Have you cut it out gradually? What how, how have you done that side I of used it? To, I cut off right, a lot of uh, fattening food. Like what? I like, used to I used to have a lot of Swiss rolls, like cakes. I used to have a lot of crisp packets. Yeah. I, I used to love it. So all the snacks and sweet stuff. Yeah, I used to I used to love them, but I was cutting them all off. And then I used to have a lot. And then, but when I was training, started training, I used to have a lot of porridge. I used to have a lot of fruit. fruit. Oh, so I think that's what you did. You replaced it. Yes. So, cause cause you're training, you're gonna get you more hungry because yeah. you're running, you're exercising. Yeah. And instead of having junk food, you're having healthy food. Healthy food. So I used right. to have a lot of fruit, a lot of fruit. I used to love fruit. I still love fruit a lot. I used to have uh, smoothies, things that give you energy and things that um, help you to lose weight. That's interesting. So you went through all that. What made you decide to carry on with training and not give up? Because I think that would be really hard. It's the passion like that you see in a group where people can do things and you can't. And... I seen the passion where other group, other members of the group like were training, and that made me train. And also, it made me train. It's like saying, I thought some I work here, and I, the facility that I work in, I like, basically is free for me, as part of the um, staff. So I thought, why well, might I make useful and stuff, and I did. And watching others made me more confident in myself to train harder. So you mentioned passion. Did you intended? Uh, did you intend to compete again? I did in my mind, right? I was like, I want to compete, I want to race, I want to see the training I do, what kind of a level I'll be at. Because there's no point training and you'll never find out what you're good at. So I said to him, right? I said, right, my weight's dropped down and uh, I like to go to a competition. Who is this you saying it to you? I used to say, I said to a coach, he said to me, one, one thing he said to me was um, that your weight's come down, but you saw it. He said to me one thing, he goes, you'll never compete for the rest of your life because the transplant that you had it set you back. He goes, you'll never be good as what you were. And that got me more eager. It got me very angry. 
come inside. Um, then I used to be on my own at home. I used to think like, how can I overcome my problems? Because someone's saying that to me, like there's a way that you could do things. Yeah. Right? Because like saying it, where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, there's a way of doing that. So what I did, I used to get up at five o'clock in the morning, uh, go down to the stadium at half past six. And the things I used to struggle on, like there was nobody around. I used to just put um, headphones on and I used to practice on things I didn't know uh, for about an hour, how to develop things. And I did develop that. And then when I got there, I went to the computer and when I developed myself, I got overcome difficulties to get to uh, get to the side. Eye of the Tiger right there. Set, like I said, setbacks happen many times in life. Uh, many years went by. And once what happened and so was... you kept trying, you didn't give up. I kept trying, I didn't give up. But things like, I, in my head, I knew, in my mind, I knew, if I don't do it, I, I'll be nobody. I want to show people what I can do. Hmm. Show where I am. So as the time drugly moved on, I started developing. And then once I got a phone call, Saying to me now, how would you how would you like to go to the trials, and how you, you which know, trials? Paralympian trials. Oh, okay. Right. See like, if you can develop like it. See if you can make the jump. Just because you slowly kept showing improvement, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And then I I uh, I had I had approached by uh, my coaches Keith. He said to me now that you know, GB want you to you know compete in the trials and see how you go from there. And I said yeah, and what happened was I went to the trials. It's a bit of experience when you go to the trials, like you learn through things like that. Is you know, there's people out there who have more experience than you, what you are, yeah, yeah, but you're not that experienced. So, I went to the trials first time, I went to a big competition in trials. Uh, I had six jumps to make out of the six, I only need to make the one jump. So, I kept failing, but I failed about four jumps, and one of the jumps, like it was uh, I made a jump, but it wasn't that good. On the last jump, I, I did make the jump. And I made it through the trials. That's when the, that's when GB turned and said to me, is you're good, but we'll see if you can uh, compete for us in the national competitions. And if you get a silver from there, I will look take you on for the Paralympians competitions, international competitions. And I went to the I went to the national competitions and made the jump and that made me rank number one in the UK. No way, number one. Yeah, number one no way. in the UK. What was your jump time or whatever it is? The jump, meter, the jump was a uh, uh, three meters eighty that made me rank number one. And then uh, but that was in the UK made rank number one. That international But nationally you were number one. And uh, in the nationals I was rank number uh, I think it was 10 or 11. International or national? Inter international. Right? So you should number 10 or 11 internationally? International, I was ranked number 11. But number UK, one. UK, I was ranked number one. Okay. Right. So how long distance, so from your transplant to this jump that you made now, where you're ranked number one? Five years. Six Five. Years, six years. Yeah. Six, six years. Six years, yeah. It was yeah. constantly, I used to train regular. Yeah. yeah, hard work does pay off. Yeah, my weight started gradually coming down, started feeling healthy and fit. Because uh, I was as I was training and as I was uh, competing in competitions, I got selected 
uh, the team GB team and I go to international competitions. Yeah, obviously, because if yeah. you're ranked number one in the UK, then yeah. yeah. And I, as I was going to the international competitions out here, I was just about to go for them when the COVID kicked in. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Don't start on that. We've got a whole episode on that yeah. one, haven't we? Yeah. So, as the COVID kicked yeah, in. Yeah, we do. Yeah, so unfortunately, CBID happened. Half the world shut down. Um, all this effort. So, now you've stopped. The, the world stopped. So, what do you do now? I, I started the uh, option B was I've started to do uh, learn about uh, therapy, sports, massage therapy, what I, I do at the moment. I went uh, as the lockdown came on, I went to do a, co- a, a course that therapy, sports, massage therapy. People I have problems with their joints, backs, like people have problems, a lot of problems like, with the a movement on their neck. And I learned a lot from there. I went to do the course, and as I passed the course, I did uh, got clients. So you're qualified now as a... Sports massage. Sports massage therapist. Yeah. yeah. So you deal what, with injuries or what? I do a lot of people with injuries. Like people have joint problems. I can talk about people with backs, anything that they have a limited movement. Is it like physio? Physio, yeah. Like more like physio. So I do work alongside the uh, towards the, the football ground where I work, I work with them as well. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you work with the football club. Yeah, yeah. What's a sort of common problem people come with you? To you with is it a lot back people, or a lot of people come with me with just when they have a back problem or they have pain in their ankles or feet pain. So, has any any tips you can give to someone that may be going through or might have a minor one or even to avoid certain injuries? I, I set a program. I do my eight to ten weeks program where they do a lot of rehab work, make the joints a bit. You know, when your muscles were they never used them in their life, right? To develop it, and then joints are where they never made movements, so I could do therapy on them, and see what they do. So every week when they come back to me, they do develop a little bit. But at the end, I they do the people I have therapy on. They do uh, they do develop a bit, and that's when they, you know, be my regular clients. So can you give any uh, tips? So for example, if anyone's suffering for back pains, any tips that you can give? Yeah, for the back pains, I say if you lie down on the floor flat, if you do um, like you get you raise your legs and you cycle your legs like you're riding a bicycle, that's one of the bio- tips I can give you. Okay, that's good. That, that's a good back exercise. The other one is uh, like if you do uh, no, not sit up. Sit ups won't be a good idea. The other ones is like if you put mm-hmm. a hot water bottle at the back when you're in bed on your back. Sometimes you get patches, hot, um, okay. heat patches. They're good for your back as well. Because they warm up the muscle, isn't they it? They warm up the muscle. But mostly is, like, you need someone to do the therapy for you. Because oh, that, okay. that will just ease off the muscles, relax the muscles. That will ease the pain a little bit from the back. Thanks for that. I think that should help out some of our listeners out there. So it's not been an easy journey for you. And I believe you're still on medication. What positive advice can you give to others out there? I can say to people, I keep on going if they move, if they make a movement, meaning if they're walking or, you know, everyday walk or if they take their dogs for a walk, that'd be a good idea. Eat healthy. I can say if they eat very healthy, they can like, because, you know, anything as you get older, the internals get worn down. But if you're walking, you're walking. If you're jogging, that's good. Even if you got a running machine at home, work on something at home. Do little exercises, keep your muscles, joints, you know, everything healthy never give up right on anything 
just keep on doing something even if you have kidney problems anything like that always die do something that you're making a movement or me walking or any any exercise would be good but eat make yeah. sure you eat healthy keep progressing because you yeah. turned like say you blew up to 16 stones you could have stayed there yeah, but you chose not to no. you chose to better yourself so what we've gathered is that keep pushing yourself don't give up that's the outcome well pretty much right we're approaching the end of our show now if someone wants to find out more about yourself or wants to connect with you where can they find you People want to find me, they can find me on uh, web- my website. My website is called um, www.halfathletics.uk. I'm also on Facebook as well, Sport Half Sports Massage Therapy, on Instagram as well, and I'm on Twitter as well. I don't know if some people like going on Twitter or someone got people got an account with Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? Uh, Twitter. Twitter handle is Half Athletics. Yeah, we'll try and link these uh, into the episode bio as well. I'm going to do a special offer for all you people who are listening out there. If you quote this code NSN45, you will get a discount by £5. And my normal price is £50. Right, okay. So let's get this right. So anyone that visits your social media preferences, websites, and so on, all they need to do is quote NSN45 and they'll get an hour session uh, for 45 quid instead of 50 quid yes that's right okay that's good to hear so the five quid you got left over go grab yourself a burger then after your hour session yeah treat yourself just as long as you work it off right once again thanks for coming on and thank you guys for listening i hope you got some value out of this episode We'll see you next week for another great episode. Until then, take care and bye-bye. See you next week, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.